Android Lindsay. You host the Batch Report in the USA. You also recap. Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise too. Happy holidays to you. It's a great track. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another special episode of The Batch Report. And we are currently in New York, so this is like a little special, special yeah. thing for you. I mean, Not only are we in New York, but we also aren't bachelor or bachelorettes anymore. I know. We just got married. So now we're reporting from like a married person's point of view. Yeah. So we are on episode four of the New Zealand Bachelor featuring Moses as the Bachelor. So far, I think he may be one of my favorite Bachelors we've watched. I think so, too. He's like superstar Bachelor. He's like and- the most real yeah. And I think he's actually looking for a genuine connection. Yeah. And I truly believe that because he's not just keeping people around because they're a pretty face. He's like analyzing if they have chemistry. And, and if then they actually like mesh together. And I feel like he is gravitating to the girls that like are a little bit more outgoing and kind of like push him to be even more outgoing and like. Yeah. Whereas like. Previous bachelors I've seen have basically anyone that got one-on-one time with them, they were Mm going to keep around. So he's not doing that. He's actually getting one-on-one time and then like seeing if there's a real connection and... Well, and he's not sending people home before talking to them. Like he's giving everyone a chance before just like kicking people off. Right. So... This episode starts out, I want to get your opinion on this, uh, Sirius finally gets her one-on-one, right? Yeah, this was really awkward. So last week, if you remember, the girls like did this competition amongst themselves, and the winner of this tennis match got to get like uninterrupted time with Moses at the cocktail party. Right. So, so Sirius won the whole thing, but instead of them at the beginning being like, oh, we like had this competition, she won, or Sirius being like, oh, can I have a minute with you? She, like, made it really awkward where they're all sitting around and the other girls just said, oh, there's something we need to do inside and just, like, left them together. And it was, like, awkward. It felt like middle school. Yeah, it was almost like intimidation of some sort, but I'm not sure. My question was is, do you think that they had chemistry? I actually wrote that I felt like... They got along well, but she was just so reserved and so shy. And she, like, I feel like all she's talked about so far is rock climbing. Like, they haven't gotten past, like, surface-level conversation. Yeah, I think it's hard to gauge long-term chemistry. I also think that she wasn't fully present. I think, like, she, like, you know, she mentioned in the previous episode that she's missing out on a rock climb climbing competition you know and so like i think that she's kind of wishing she was there and so that's taking away from her full undivided attention going to moses so someone else i wanted to mention at this cocktail party would be kimmy kimmy is like 
a little bit awkward. And sometimes she says things that are like take people a little off guard. So they're all sitting around and she just point blank asks Modus this if like he's ever been rejected. Yeah. Which which I took him off guard because he wants to come across as this guy that like has it all together and now he's having to like relive something embarrassing in front of everybody. Yeah, I mean, honestly though, if you are a guy and like that question shouldn't really like guys should be I, mean, I don't want to say guys should be used to being rejected. No, but, but every guy should know what it feels like to be rejected. Yeah, honestly every girl should know what it feels Everyone like. Everyone should. Yeah, it's Just like because Can you imagine those people that never get rejected like the type of attitude they probably give towards other people like I don't know. Yeah, I mean, rejection can come in all different forms and shapes, right? So yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to be like from like after like going on someone you're one. attracted to or whatever. Yeah. It could be like a job or school or right. something. Um, so basically he tells a story about how he had liked this girl for like over 10 years since they were kids. And he finally got up the courage to ask her out and she was just not interested at all. Yeah. So Moses, Moses pulls aside Shanae Mm-hmm. And he, like, really opens up to her about what he wants in life. Do you think that there is some real cl- connection there? I feel I feel like there was. I did. I wrote that they actually had more serious conversation, and he's a lot more open with her than he is with the other girls. And then during this conversation, she also opens up about the fact that both of her parents have died within the last year. And something that really struck me is when she told this story, he didn't go straight to, like, pity or like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, it didn't go like that direction. Like, he comforted her, but it wasn't like him just saying, oh, that must suck. I'm sorry. Like, Right. She also comes off fairly resilient, in mm-hmm. my opinion, as well. So I actually really like Shanae. Someone else that he talked to on this cocktail party was Chanel, who... At the very beginning of the cocktail party, it asked for time, and he said, oh, I promise before sunset, mm-hmm. we'll get to chat. So they finally got their chat. Um, her dress slightly reminded me of my wedding dress from this past week, so I feel like I was a fan. Um, I feel like they were kind of giggly together, but he does say that he really likes her vibe and like her energy. So I figure she'll probably be around for at least another couple weeks. Yeah, she's not super memorable in my opinion, but yeah, she'll probably be stick around for a little while. So then we go to the rose ceremony where Lou is the only person who already has a rose going into it. And of course, Shanae gets the first rose, which didn't surprise me at all after their conversation they had. And then do you want to share who went home? Yeah. No surprise here. Cirrus goes home. I mean, I feel like I was slightly surprised because it was her and Kayla in the bottom two. And Kayla, we have just not seen really at all. Well, the way that Moses goes about eliminating people, he likes to give them a chance. But Kayla has been on a group date or two. Which doesn't really count. But, I mean, he basically chatted with Sirius and then... And then realized they didn't have a She realized, he's like, man, she's a really cool gal, but, you know, I just don't feel that chemistry there. And she seems awfully distracted, I think. 
Okay. He didn't say that, but that's the vibe I was getting. So before we move on to the one-on-one date and the group date, I do want to take a quick second to talk about our sponsor for this episode, which is wine.com. They are this amazing website where you can go online or on their app, scroll, find your perfect wine. You can even talk to experts. You can ask for advice. They give you all the info on the wines. If you're at the wine store and you don't know what you're doing, you can snap a picture of a label on their app and it'll give you all the info and you can order it right off their website and have it delivered directly to your house, which is amazing. Plus they have unlimited free shipping with their membership, which they call the stewardship. And it eliminates worrying about shipping costs. So for only $49 a year, wine.com offers unlimited free shipping to any address when you sign up for the stewardship membership, which is actually one of my favorite things about them because I think we paid off our stewardship membership within one or two deliveries, which is amazing. Um, We're currently drinking a soft blanc. It's we're like mid spring now. Like if you know anything about us, we love wine. We love wine, especially like seasonal wines. And they have great ways to search for wine on their website. You can find anything you want. So they have this five-star wine.com app on iOS and Android. So you can scan, rate, and buy on the go. You can save your favorites. You can rate your wines. It's amazing. And we want to give you guys a special little treat by giving you $50 off your first order. So you can go to wine.com slash batch report for $50 off your first order. Terms do apply, but once again, that is wine.com slash batch report for $50 off your first order. That's a great deal. Yeah. I love free wine. Um, so. Sinead gets a one-on-one. Which I was like, I'm, I always find it like too predictable when they have a good chat and then they get the first rose and then they get a one-on-one date. But I was actually very happy to see Sinead get a one-on-one date here. Yeah, and I feel like they really do have a kind of like a, almost a giddy connection. But they're, they're not like as giggly as some of the people, but they, I feel like you can feel more of like that nervous energy of like being Well, excited. they're like mature, yeah. you know, so it's like he's super nervous around her in a good way. And I feel like the way she gets nervous is she'll get like quiet. Right. Or like she'll smile or she'll giggle, but it's not like it, she doesn't get loud and boisterous when she's nervous. Yeah. So they end up actually working most of the date. Yeah. They go sailing on a boat and they're not even getting to really spend time with each other because they're so into having like, oh, the sail has to be up. This thing has to be in the back. This has like, oh, to turn, we have to do this. And they have the instructor there the entire time, which is like a really awkward third wheel. But I read that they had good chemistry, and he mentions several times feeling a connection with her. Yeah. And I think they seem the most comfortable with each other out of any pairing I've seen so far. Yeah. However, this might throw a little kink in the wrench because while they're on a date, the rest of the girls at the house are having a... Connection circle. Yeah, they're making a uh, connection circle, and Kayla is running this. She has some cacao, which is basically like a hot chocolate. She has essential oils where she's like, look, cinnamon bark. It's very sensuous. And so they're doing that. I read that it was almost like a ridiculous ritual. I felt like most, well, half the girls there were not really feeling it, but they were like kind of going along with the... Well, because they were just all doing it as a group. Yeah, and it's kind of like it would be more awkward for them to be like, this is dumb. 
I'm going inside, right? Well, like, they're like, uh, I want to get along. It started off really cool and then, like, started getting a little bit weirder and a little bit weirder. And, like, the meditation. Like it was cultish? The meditation part they were doing sounded very relaxing. But yeah. other parts of it were weird. So, Shanae ends up getting a rose and she goes back to the house while the girls are still doing this connection circle. And you can tell that she gets really excited about telling the other girls about her date and about the rose. So she shows up, and I think it was Kayla and Kimmy and some of the girls told her that she was imposing and that she couldn't join their circle and needed to go inside, which was, like, really awkward. Yeah. I I mean, they didn't tell her that she couldn't join the circle. They, they said just she was were imposing. Like, right. They were just like, oh, we're finishing up a meditation circle here. So, and then she's like, okay, well... I'll go like, inside then. And they're like, no, no, Half no, the girls no. are like, no, stay. And the other half are like, go. We don't want you. Like, yeah. it was weird. It was the weirdest thing. And then they showed the girls around the house afterwards, especially Kimmy being like, I don't want to hear about her date. Yeah. Like, that'd be stupid. And so, okay. So moving on. Uh, group date. Group date. Moses introduces Paul, who will be cooking and teaching the girls how to do a grill Yeah, so Chef Paul, I guess, had been working in France for like over a decade, and he came to teach the girls how to grill, and then the four girls on the date had to compete against each other and had to make Moses a dish, which none of these girls know anything about what he likes food-wise at this point. Or really, well, okay, so I when I first started watching it, um, this date, Mm -hmm. I thought that, the girls seemed really like they didn't really know how to grill. Like they didn't oh, know what they were doing. They all said that they had no clue. Like zero clue. Well, that's not true though, because seeing what happened afterward, like mm-hmm. seeing the final dishes, I was like, oh, some of these girls actually have some sort of idea. What yeah, like doing. grilled steak. I mean, that takes some sort of skill, you know? Yeah. So on this date, we had Sam, Kayla, Devaney, and Chanel. And Devaney was like, I'm so scared of fish. I'm so scared of fish. And Moses was like, you got to take a chance. So then Devaney basically had the chef make her dish for her. Yeah. Which was a little bit weird. But well, he didn't, I'm he not didn't sure. make the whole thing, but he did like cut the fish yeah. and flay the fish and like do all of Get that. Get all the bones out for sure. That's probably one of the hardest dishes. And Moses was kind of pushing it though, right? Like he was like, oh, be like, bold or be brave. Yeah. yeah. Uh, something that was, I want to get your opinion on is Kimmy was crying and whining the whole time. What do you think about Kimmy? Like Kimmy was crying because she didn't, like she hasn't gotten a date yet. And I don't think she's been on any of the group dates either. So she hasn't been on a group date or a one-on-one date, but all the group dates this season have been like three or four people, right? Because he wants to get to know everybody. And it actually, like, she's talked to him at every cocktail party like she came off a little bit like whiny immature like I'm not immature, it was immature just, it yeah. was very immature because she's crying and she literally can't speak so i'm kind of like what's going on like why are you getting so worked up over something that's like out of your control but anyway? also I know that if I was PMSing and in that same situation, like if I was hormonal and was in that same place, I would probably be having a breakdown about it too. Or you might be I'm not blaming it on hormones necessarily, but 
I'm just saying if I was hormonal and in that situation, I could see myself crying about it. Or you might just make sure you're not around him while you're going through that. So anyway, Sam wins the whole whole thing with a surf and turf. Yeah, so she did surf and turf. Devaney did the fish. Then Chanel made like skewers. And then... There was uh, like a Kayla did a curry, like, curry which, which looked really good. Yeah, and seemed almost. I wonder if it was a little bit too far from what he was looking for because he was looking for. I more mean, grilled is dish. it grilled? And she must have like grilled shrimp thrown it in there, but it doesn't seem like a grilled dish if it's just yeah. like some shrimps thrown into a soup. It looked really good though. So, the main takeaway from Sam's time that she gets with him is he asks who the five most compatible people are, or who she's thinks are the five most compatible and who are the three least compatible. So what do you think about these questions? Is that so, like... I feel like her answer to this was very strategic. Yeah. And weren't necessarily the most compatible people and the least compatible people. But I think she was kind of playing a game here. Right. I kind of feel like that question is kind of a loaded question anyway. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. what? So I'm supposed to be getting to know you and like making a connection and we're talking about the other girls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like to me, that but seems like. I think Sam is already kind of friend zoned. Like their connection oh, okay. is very friendly to me. Yeah. And I think he was asking her because he is comfortable speaking to her as a friend. Right. He's feeling that. So he's using her as a. As so, a um, she said Kinda the like, five most compatible. She said Lana, who I think that's a fair assessment. Steph, who he ha- keeps putting at the bottom. Yeah. So that's kind of a weird choice. Then she says herself. Fair enough. And then she says Kimmy, who he's had no time with and has having a full on meltdown, who I don't think they're compatible at all. And yeah. then she says, and if you like to look at pretty things, then Shanae. Yeah. But she like almost put Shanae down. By saying, um, Shanae, I don't by saying like, oh, well, if all you care about is pretty. I think she's feeling, I think most of the girls are feeling a little bit intimidated by Shanae. But the way point. she said it rubbed me the right way. Instead of just saying, oh, Shanae is yeah. actually a good fit for you. She's saying, if you only care about looking at pretty things. Right. But that's something, that's like a little low jab, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then when she then picked the bottom three, she said Devaney because of her age. Fair enough. She's 22. He's yeah. 32 or whatever. Um, then she says, oh, Chanel has really good intentions, but I would say Chanel. Yeah. And then Negan, which is weird because he and Negan have had some really good talks. So I don't know if she's intimidated by Negan. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So, okay. So then they go and they have a little bit more. I think it's a cocktail party, Yeah, they start the cocktail party and they basically just show Kimmy crying again. She's just crying. But here's the thing. Do you think this is okay? Because he said she was like losing it. And he was trying to connect with her. And then he's like, do you just want to go home? And then, I do you think that was okay to say to her? I mean, he was saying it in a joking way. But yeah, because, because he did say was, he was joking. But because she was already crying at the time and it was already upset, it may have not been the right time for that yeah. joke. But what we're learning about Moses is he jokes a lot and they're not always the best timing. And he doesn't mean it in a malicious way. Yeah. And I think he said it to like... To, like, see how she reacted. He, I don't think he knew that she was so gummed up. Yeah. Because she had just talked to um, Sam. Yes. And she basically was like, oh, Kimmy is a really, you know, 
might be a good match for you. Yeah. So I think he was just trying to like test the waters a little bit there. And I think that was an F. Yeah. So the scenes for the next basically just show like a complete meltdown at this cocktail party. And I cannot wait to see it. Yeah, me neither. So we'll talk to you guys next week for another episode of The Batch Report. Ciao.